Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus The Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, proud owner of the best gay bars in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Club and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Hi, we're better than you. I'm just um, starting that way for my friend Rich because he finds that line really funny. <laughs> At least somebody well, found Gigi's video funny. Yeah, <laughs> no, no one else did, but Rich found Gigi's video funny, so... Good for you, Rich. Um, we're not better than you. Uh, you're not, Charlie, because you're hungover today. I'm very delicate. I'm a little... I'm a little... Um, I about to say pansy, but... <laughs> I'm a little daisy. I'm a little daisy in the wind. I'm very delicate and fragile. You've got wind as well. God, it's all happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, usually I think the ratio is I'm 90% hungover and you're usually okay, but I'm okay today, so I think I'm going to make the most of this and uh, be mean to you about it all the way through the episode. <laughs> and just make sudden loud noises <laughs> in your headphones. <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop that. It is. <laughs> um, so... What I, just what I need. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Bitter Britta has been filtered off the show. Um, are you glad to see her go? It sounds like I'm talking in rhyme now, and I think I am. I know, Dr. Zeus, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think she's given us all she's going to give us. And also, she's getting a bit negative, wasn't it? She's bringing a lot of negativity in the show. That's exactly what I put. She I put, I feel... <laughs> You're a pansy, she's a Nancy. God, we are rhyming. Um, but yeah, I feel like the bitterness is becoming a bit of a downer. And also a lot of people are playing drinking games where every time she mentioned New York, um, they drank and it was becoming quite dangerous. Is that what you did last night? Is that how this happened? Exactly. No, you... Every time she mentioned where she's from. Yeah, you were absolutely wasted. Uh, but someone who is not glad she's gone is Jen. Um, she's crying her eyes out and she's like, she's one of my best friends and it sucks to see her go. So uh, what did you, what did you make of this? Oh, I thought it was adorable. First of all, one of her nails was missing, which cracked me up. But secondly, it was clearly <laughs> she was upset she didn't win the challenge. But I like it. She was trying to cover it up. It's trying to be because it's Britta. Babe, you're upset she didn't win. If I'm ever crying, I'm not going to you, Charlie. You're like, uh, babe, one of your nails is missing. <laughs> I know you're upset, but can you just put this look together first before you come over here? Um, I think... And there wasn't a bit of makeup smudged at all. No, I mean, I think it was the best acting challenge we've seen this season because she was just... <laughs> I mean, she was upset, but the way she diverted it... I mean, we'll get to that because everybody clocked this. Um, but rubbing salt in the wounds, they congratulate Gigi on her three wins. And then she says, I predict there'll be a fourth, a fifth, a sixth. Do you think that is coming? Well, it sounds like it. It sounds like she's the bloody producer's favourite. I know, but I mean, let's get into the stats in this, because, you know, I'm a bit of a geek with this. So the on normal seasons of Drag Race, not counting all stars... The person with the most challenge wins was Sharon Needles. She did four in a season... And Shea Coulee also did four in season nine, but didn't win. So it's weird that one of the people who has the most wins didn't even win the season. Um, apart from that, um, usually season winners have two or three wins, apart from Evie Odley, who had one. So GG, good. And are we at the half point of the season, would you say? Or are we over half point? Uh, I think over. Now if there's a final four, I think we're just over. But she's already got three, so... Just one more win, and she's already, like, one of the best track records in the show, especially because she got them in staple challenges, Snatch Game, Rusical, Ball. So it feels like she's unstoppable, but I feel yeah, like she's... Because we're doing another fashion ahead. challenge, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, well, there'll definitely be the makeover challenge, which I was reading on Reddit where everyone thought was predicting was going to happen with that, and some people are saying they think Gigi's a lock-on to win that one, but other people said... Obviously, people like Raja in the past and Alaska have faltered on that one, so it's quite unpredictable. 
Yeah, Aquaria but, didn't smash it, did she? She was a fashion queen. No, hers was awful, wasn't it? I, I vividly remember her makeover person and um, that outfit was terrible. Oh, that was a controversy because Eureka gave her a black partner and everyone's like, was she trying to be shady by giving a black partner to Aquaria? That was what happened. But then she did do the makeup well, so it didn't sabotage her in the way expected. But yeah. um, she then gave her a horrible outfit, which was not race-related. Um, wow, <laughs> we're now just recapping old episodes of season 10. Um, <laughs> Getting into race relations. <laughs> <laughs> it is called Drag Race. Keep it um, light, keep it light. <laughs> <laughs> what, the makeup? Um, Jackie says she thought that Jan should have won the challenge in this current season, season 12. And it seems last week like the world agreed, apart from you and I, Charlie, who thought um, Jada, you converted me. Um, I did have a few people messaging me sheepishly going, I agree about Jada. So I think it's like a secret thing now. People don't say yeah. it. Um, but then Jan again cries about the challenge, but she's insisting the worst part about it is that her best friend went home, not that she didn't win. Jada and Jackie think she's more upset about the challenge. So do you, do you think she... Which do you think she's more upset about? She's upset about the challenge. That's the one <laughs> she came in to win. She was the queen of the musicals. Do you understand the... Um, why you she's diverting that or do you think it would be better just to own it and be like yeah I'm absolutely good about the challenge I don't care about Britta I'm just good I think myself. she should own it yeah but I, I think sp- there's all that thing you like thinking about your perception on the outside world and all that and be like how am I going to be edited so you're just trying to make yourself seem as magnanimous is that the right word you would know better than me but yeah that sounds right <laughs> <laughs> if it's over two syllables don't come to me um <laughs> But yeah, I feel like it's one of those situations where even if you are genuine, the like when people clearly aren't believing you, the more you go on about it, it just makes it worse. <laughs> so I feel like she should just wrap that up. Um, but then Jan did make me laugh when she said, everyone back home is going to be so upset that she left. And if there'd been any consolation, it would have been that I would have won this challenge and it just sucks. And I'm like, do you really <laughs> think there are people back in New York? I mean, especially given at the moment with coronavirus, do you think they're grieving Britta leaving the show? And they just needed that one ray of hope, which was a challenge win for Jan. I mean, no one is more sad and geeky than me when it comes to the show. But, you know, when it's the episode is finished, I do move on with my life and get on with things. I'm not just like mourning. <laughs> um, but um, and then we get a confessional from Widow who says, I sneak up on you and then you're dead and then lay an eggs in you. I was like, wow. <laughs> It was very bizarre. It sounds more like a sherry pie thing to say to me. It was quite creepy. (laughs) um, uh, We start the new day in the workroom. Can Um, I just point out something about how how us two are completely useless in the sense that (laughs) last week we predicted our two predictions to go home. Mine was Crystal and yours was Heidi. And arguably they were like the top two of the week. So it shows (laughs) that we know absolutely nothing. That was last week. Um, and then this week, I think I did it again when I was watching the episode. I predicted Heidi was going this week. Um, <laughs> and yeah, she won. So um, I am very rubbish at predicting stuff. But I think the editors are getting better at throwing us off. Not us. They like, are. They're aiming it at just this podcast. But like just everyone. <laughs> they really seem to mix it up. Um, Jan starts talking about, she says she's fine on the new day. She says, bitch, I'm from New York. I cry about it. I get over it. And I'm like. We just got rid of Britta talking about New York. Has Jan now decided she has to <laughs> up the ante? Or is it I the case know. that they've all been talking about New York and they just chose to show Britta banging on about it? So wait, we, who else is New York? Because there was quite a lot at the start, wasn't it? Is it Jackie, Jan? She, she who shall not be mentioned. So Sherry oh, yeah. is New York. And then who are, there is another, I think... Um, Nikki Doll was the other New York one. Yes, Nikki Doll, I think, is was Brooklyn, and I think I don't know if she counted fully because obviously she's more considered French. But um, yeah, so there's quite a few of them. There's always a few of them these days. They don't ever do a New York light cast, and they usually they the most winners come from New York, right? Yeah, so there was three in a row. I think it was Bob, then Sasha, then Aquaria, Aquaria, and then Evie wasn't so. Um, we could be back to New York winners this time, I guess. Where was Evie from? It was a small town, right? I don't like, know. Minnesota or something? I really can't remember. And she doesn't really have much of an accent, apart from a little Alaska, what's it called, vocal fry. Which you have today, Charlie, because you're hangover. I know. Hi, I'm Charlie Valentine. <laughs> uh, RuPaul, as you would say, walks in in a, how do you say this, Klein Epstein and Parker? God, they got some publicity this week, didn't they? It's, 
this is probably a stupid question, but Klein Epstein is not related to Calvin Klein, is it? It's just nah. two different Kleins. I wish I hadn't asked that. Moon, you know what to do. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> and um, you, it seems like, I don't know how this works. So, like, obviously Jackie complimented the suit and then Rue said it where it was from. Do you think it's a thing, like, they send him a suit, but they're like, you have to mention it's the brand? I think so. But I thought all that stuff got, like, edited out for UK TV because it's, like, illegal to have... Do you know, like, um, I don't know if they still do, but back in the day, American Idol, in America, they would have Coca-Cola cups on the de- judges' desks. And yeah. when it was shown on ITV2, it was all blurred out because it was illegal. I don't know if it was but, necessarily illegal. I think it's like Coca-Cola weren't paying them. They were just drinking Coke. That was their drink of choice. They didn't want to advertise a brand that wasn't associated with the show. But whereas no, on this one... No, I think one, they got paid. Because they all had the exact same Coca-Cola cups in American Idol. I think it's oh, illegal so Coke to paid them, But they probably paid them to have it on American TV. But if it gets shown in the UK, that hasn't been part of the deal, maybe? I think so. I think there is rules on UK TV about product placement. Yeah. I just find it weird, though, because it's just like Klein, Epstein and Parker, like... Um, well, I understand what they'd get out of it, but, like, RuPaul can afford his own suit. Does he really still need to be, like, <laughs> giving away a free plug on the show? But then we get even more plugs. Jesus I Christ. Know. It's like a sex shop with all these plugs. They're using the FabFit fun box to exchange gifts while shading each other. <laughs> Do you think this has replaced the reading challenge? I hope not. I do feel I was quite confused by the whole setup. I really had to like wait for them to actually do it to understand what was going on. They seem to be like trying to get away from the reading challenge because didn't last year they did that slapping challenge, but they did have the reading challenge as well last year. But the slapping one was just like reading challenge take two. Well, I think do you remember the that one? It's getting weaker and weaker. Yes, last year it was so bad that I wonder if they think the queens are up to it anymore. And was the British... No, the British one was all right, wasn't it? I think. Yeah, it was decent. Um, but I have to talk about this. Um, and I hope you agree with me, Charlie, because I am not getting anyone agreeing with me that I've been speaking to so far. But the new member of the pit crew... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Is he not just the most beautiful man that's ever been on the show? He's gorgeous. He looks so happy and... He's like a little happy chappy. Oh, my God, I'm so glad you agree with me. I, like, was messaging my friends while I was watching it, like, oh, my God, have you seen this? And, like, no one had even clocked him. And I was like, that is the most Adonis-like thing, not even just on Drag Race, that I've ever seen in TV or in the world. He's absolutely (laughs) beautiful. Have you seen the colour of his eyes? He's got this, like, with such dark skin, but then greeny blue eyes just look so exotic and mysterious. And I love the fact he's got little sticky-out ears. And his body is unbelievable. And... I just couldn't even... I didn't even see what happened for the rest of the episode if he was in the background. <laughs> Is it just... I... And someone can get to the bottom of this for me, please. Because um, I'm not good at doing the whole stalking thing. Although I might make an exception. But I think he'll be straight. He's not giving me yeah. gay. The ginger one's straight. I know that. Is he? Yeah. Is he called Bryce? Yeah, I think they found him on Twitter. Someone just did a tweet being like, oh, ginger men are hot as well, something. He wasn't like a model or anything. I think he was just like a regular guy. Just wandered in off the street. He... And now he's... I love ginger men, but I don't fancy him. And I assumed it was because he was too gay. So I'm really shocked to learn this, <laughs> that you've just said that. Um, so we get into this... I don't even know what to call this mini challenge, but just let's call it the box exchange. So they get paired up. So you get Gigi um, and Jackie in a pair, Kiki in with Crystal and Jada. Did you like the whatever it was? I thought Jackie did a good job. I liked her look. Jackie's a smart girl, though, you can tell. Yeah, and she really sells every line well. She does a really good fake laugh. I enjoyed that. Crystal was a bit meh. She didn't have much to contribute. Yeah. I, Jada looks so good in Quick Drag. No, <laughs> like, she's, she's just flawless. Um, I enjoyed Gigi's towel filter joke, and I thought Gigi was kind of channeling Alexis from Schitt's Creek. I'm still a... I haven't got into Shit's Creek properly. Ew, David. So you won't get the reference. You you have to, Charlie, because it's coming up to an end of of the season finale now. So now's the time to get into it. I've Um, only seen... I've seen series one. Series one's the worst series. Stick with it and you will thank me later. Okay. (laughs) We get Heidi paired with Jan, Kiki and with Widow and Sherry. I didn't really like this whole um, exchange. Did you? No, I, I think it's just an awkward setup, innit? Yes, yeah, so I wasn't here. 
it was pretty obvious it was Gigi and Jackie for the win. And then... So wait, these actual boxes in real life... So if I were to buy one for you in some fantasy world, <laughs> I'd be that Living generous. the <laughs> Would I just, like, pick random stuff? Is that what it is? I would just, like, pick random stuff for you and then you get a box with random items in. Is that the... That's what I thought was funny because this episode is a branding challenge and talking about how about branding yourself but this whole mini challenge and i have seen this episode three times now i still don't understand what that box is so the show is not leading by example because i don't know what the fuck they were talking about your guess is as good as mine (laughs) but um i understood that Gigi and jackie won and then all through this episode they keep panning to jan after everyone wins so i kind of love when they do that they're just sort of kicking her when she's down at this point and showing her looking moody um and then we get RuPaul introducing the maxi challenge, which is Droop. Now, did you get the reference of it? Yeah, Goop, right? Yeah, because they never actually mention that. They just assume that you're going to get it. I've um, never been on Goop. I've never been on Goop. And you know, I, I assume that Goop is successful, but is it? Because I don't really know anyone who uses the, uh, it. The Netflix series, well, I haven't seen either, is it? Is it Goop Lab or something? Goop Labs, yeah, that, that rings a bell. I think there's a whole docu-series about it. There's no Tiger King, got to tell you that much. <laughs> Maybe it's just for rich people, and that's why I don't know anyone who uses it. But I, I and knew the it was... vagina candle, right? That's the famous thing. Yeah, did you, did you not get any of them? I did not smell that. I didn't want to smell vagina candle. No, if they bring out some dick candles. Oh, can- <laughs> candle dicks, like candlesticks. That works, doesn't it? <laughs> candle dicks. You'd be filling your house with it. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, that's what she she's behind Goop, mm. and she makes her candles smell like her vagina. I think using ingredients, I don't think she sticks everyone up. <laughs> um, although if she did, it would justify the price because that is personal branding at its best. <laughs> Sorry, um, Charlie, do you think you'd be good at the product placement challenge? I don't, to be fair, I've got to be honest. I never really liked these challenges in Drag Race. I know they're a bit of a staple, but. There was the bottled water one in the UK series. There was the... Was it the all... Well, I thought it was all four. Was it All Stars 3 where they were like a can of soup or something? Yeah, that was mortifying. Oh my God, I remember that just being like, why are they coming down the runway in cans of soup? It was mad. But then the All Stars 2 one was really good. We got Alaska's really cool tape one and then Catch's amazing... What was it? Anxiety spray or something. Oh, um, actually and- the one I did love was the um, the perfumes... Yeah, Alaska won that one as well in I season think that was five. A good one. Yeah. yeah, what was it? Um, what Rick did you talk about? Heroin. That was the, <laughs> that's the manliest I've ever seen. Wendy Marl from Coco. Oh, this, oh my God, how can you forget that? Secret, the infamous. Yeah, and Tea with Tatty. Uh, a lot of these go on to become quite iconic like, afterwards. Um, but yeah, I think uh, if we were to ever be on Drag Race, I think these are the challenges we would actually do well in, though. Like you, yeah. I remember in the water challenge, we talked about it on the UK one and you wanted to do um, the Valentine. Yeah. I actually can't remember it now, but your idea was pink really water. good. <laughs> it was pink water Valentine. It would make you fall in love. It's a love potion. Yes, like that, was it. That, that sounded like a winner to me. Um, so they're talking about the products and then Heidi reveals that she made $9,000 last year. Were you gagged? No. I know, in her gas... I can't believe she works at a gas station. Of course she does. <laughs> um, so, how many dollars is in pounds? Is it like... Would that be like £7,000? Or £6,000? Yeah, 7500 I think. So, I'm just really confused by this. I don't know how that's possible. Well, I think maybe. She just lives in a really small town, doesn't she? Ramster. Maybe if you just live in rural, rural America, you don't... That's how much people earn. Do um, do they not have like the minimum wage in um America? Because oh yeah, much much lower. And presumably that would be part time work. She's not working full time at a gas station, is she? I don't know. I'm, well, I'm guessing. I'm guessing she makes money from drag as well. Well, that's the thing. The she said I made nine thousand dollars last year. I was like, are you including your drag money? Because surely no one is getting onto Drag Race apart from like Scaredy Cat, who hasn't like made money from drag. So yeah, I just, I'm guessing maybe that was just from her petrol station job. I need to get to the bottom of this, because to me that is baffling. I don't really understand Come how... Come on, Jessica Fletcher. <laughs> I just, it just really confused me. Um, Dyson Investigates. Come on, a little, that's a little web series they can do. Coming to Netflix very soon. <laughs> Hosted by myself and Joe Exotic. 
from jail. Um, so this guy comes into the workroom. He's called Bob Potter. Harper? Bob Harper, that's it. Who's Bob Potter? Is he in Pose? I don't know. Oh, no, that... Billy Porter. Billy... Oh, God, who am I talking about? Right, Bob Harper. <laughs> um, did you know who this guy was? You went to your fitness. I didn't. Um, oh, I know. Is, is he the guy that had a heart attack? <gasps> is he? I remember on a RuPaul podcast... I listened to that one. I don't oh think my it's God, him. It must have been like three years ago. I, a guy I, who had a heart attack. I remember that episode because you remember RuPaul was like, so what do you think the spiritual reason was behind your heart attack? And the guy was just like, no. <laughs> I don't think it was him, but actually that would make sense. And um, he was like, never have the whole avocado, only have a half. Because it'll give you a heart attack. I don't know, he was like, it's got good fats in, but don't eat the whole thing. I was like, I always have a whole avocado. You don't eat the stone, do you? <laughs> yeah, oh. Just straight down, <laughs> don't touch the sides. Even the label. Um, do you fancy Bob Harper? No, but I do. I think it looks hotter during the um, filming of the ads. I do ever think about hand tattoos, though. Yeah, I thought I liked his tattoos, but I didn't fancy him because I thought he was slightly annoying, but it got less annoying as it went on. Um, but you can kind of tell. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Again, he hasn't branded himself well in this because I don't know what he really <laughs> does. So there is a lot of irony going on here. But they do a walk around, him and RuPaul. They speak to Heidi and she originally wants to call her thing Shaft and Shuffle. I can't, I can't do the whistle, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do it? You have a gap. Shuffle. <gasps> oh my God, you actually can do it. That's amazing. <laughs> so do you like try... I should be do a Heidi like... impersonator. Okay, that's going to get you in trouble, I can tell. From the... <laughs> I'll probably make, probably make £9,000 a year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so RuPaul gives her the idea to change that to hydrate in Heidi. And I always... I don't know about you, but I always find it a bit annoying when RuPaul is like so kind of disgusted by them for not thinking of the idea. It's just like, <laughs> he always just is baffled by them. Um, but he jokes, I'll see your ass in court. Um, but is it a joke? <laughs> well, I don't know. Ruth thinks he is a bit of a marketing genius, doesn't he? She really does. And like a lot of the things that she comes up with in these walkthroughs, they are very obvious. It's more a uh, slight against the queen for not thinking of it but most of us could probably think of this stuff it's not rocket science but rue does seem to think she's a genius on that front does um does rue have an earpiece in the walkthroughs yeah she does does i think she will have come up with that though but it is funny because you know there is a thing on drag race i don't know the full details of this but you when you go on the show you have to after you leave for a certain amount of time give a percentage of your earnings to world of wonder did you know about that I did not know that. Yeah, because apparently... I mean, I don't know if it's 100% true, so I don't want to get sued. But apparently that was why Max, if you remember from season seven, after she went on the show, she was really not happy about um, the way she was portrayed. And she didn't do a gig until that time frame had um, lapsed. Is lapsed the right word? Um, Because she didn't want to give them any money, which is kind of why she disappeared a little bit. Um, so I think it's something that the queens don't really talk about. And maybe it's part of their NDA not to talk about it. But I think after the show, they have to then give a percentage of all their gig money, any music release, everything to Drag Race for at least like a year or something. Oh, interesting. And I don't know if that's common practice. It might be on any reality show. So it might not just be Drag Race, but yes. So I think Rue will see her ass in court. Um, Widow uh, talks about her product Throaty. Um, yeah. I didn't really get the name about? of this. Did Nuh-uh. you? Is there really a, a clue what she was talking about? Is there maybe a product she's making a joke on that I am not aware of? Throaty. No. Um, but it's something that you spray because you're gagging. Um, <laughs> one of our listeners, I forget who said it because my memory's terrible, I'm sorry, said that um, Widow out of drag looks like Kevin Hart and sounds like Kevin Hart. And <laughs> once I didn't get what they meant, and then I watched it, and now I can't not see it and hear it. So that's She's something I'm sharing Kevin with Hart. you all. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think Widow was heading for trouble on this on this challenge? Yeah, I thought she was in the bottom. By this point, 
because Crystal barely had a wording, I was like, well, Crystal can't be going home because they're showing nothing of her. Yeah. So I was, I was, I was a little bit, I thought Jackie was going home. I don't know. I was getting a lot of Jackie and I thought maybe she's going home. Yeah. I thought she was maybe going for the win this, this episode or Jan. Um, so wrong again. I can't stop being wrong. Um, and they, they do the walkthrough with Jan. <laughs> this should have been my clue that she wasn't going to win, but she's talking about sure Jan. And they talk about the whole Britta leaving and Bob uh, says, it's not RuPaul's best friend race. And um, then Jan in confessional does a complete U-turn. And he's like, well, now it's a good thing Britta is gone. I don't have to worry about her. So I'm like, you really that upset she's gone? <laughs> <laughs> and then Jackie reveals that she's going down a Persian route. Very shocking. Uh, for her Merkin. Um, did you know what a Merkin was, Charlie? I did, because I'm smart. I didn't, because I'm not. But I hear the word a lot. I just never really knew what it meant. I th- you know, I think I even might learn it from Drag Race. Yeah, I think it's mentioned a lot in Drag Race, but I don't think they've ever actually sh- showed one before, have they? No. Um, so, forgive me for sounding like Shaka Khan, but why does this exist? Shaka Khan? I think it's for... Um... Is it a serious thing or is it like a joke? I thought it was for, like, film and TV and that if an actress had, like, a nude scene, they didn't want to show their actual bits if, or if they were shaven, they would put, like, a murky on. But do they actually look like up. these ones in this episode, like massive hairy minges? Or is Kinda, it more... yeah. Well, uh, wh- what film have you ever seen a woman walking around like that? I mean, I know that we're not the target audience of those films, but... <laughs> a lot of different films. So am I, I clueless... Think- Surely this is a joke, like a mankini, like you buy it someone as a joke. You don't actually think, oh, I have no vagina hair. I'm going to go and get a wig for my vagina. I wouldn't, I only, I only know of the uh, application in, in a film, but I don't know if it, in real life people use it. And is there a, is there a bag called a Birkin? Yeah, Which, a Birkin bag. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I just keep thinking it is. I think every time it's ever been mentioned on Drag Race, I thought they were talking about a designer bag. And I have not... <laughs> I failed to understand why everyone was laughing about this designer bag. So, much like Shaka Khan, I learned a lot this episode. Um, speaking of, they n- n- then reveal... Sorry, I'm not even the hungover one. They then reveal that Shaka Khan is guest judging and everyone freaks out and it seems actually genuine, unlike the usual faking. Um, so, Charlie, are you a Shaka fan? Did that work? <laughs> I am. Well, I like her music, but I have to say, I've seen her on other shows. And so when I just knew she was going to be a terrible judge. Because whenever <laughs> you see her on like a chat show, she doesn't know where she is. She really couldn't give two shits. She was on... like even here, she was barely engaged with anything. She was um, on RuPaul's podcast the other week because they filmed the podcast um, at the same time they do the guest judge and then tried to release it around the same time. So I knew she was going to be bad she was so out of it on the... Uh, podcast as well but um i want to challenge you because my partner said i couldn't even name three of her songs and i just managed three but i have to admit it was wasn't the easiest can you name three shaka khan songs through the fire yes through the limit to the wall um <laughs> ain't nobody yes loves me better um i'm everyone mom you did all the same three that i did i struggled to get through the fire um but i remembered it the last minute I will say my favourite Shaka Khan moment is go on YouTube and look her up at Aretha Franklin's funeral. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) I didn't mean to laugh at that. (laughs) (laughs) Because, so she always carries a fan around. The one in this episode. In that episode, but just whenever she's on TV, if you ever see an interview with that, she always has a huge fan. Yeah. She has the lyrics taped to the back of the fan. Are you joking? At the funeral, you can see her reading the lyrics and occasionally you'll see the lyrics on the back of the fan. Was she, sing- was she singing an Aretha song? I Surely it so, wasn't yeah. her own song. But clearly, she's just clearly... I mean, she, I, I think she's quite open about the years of drugs. But whenever you... So yeah, when she said it, I do like her, but I just knew she's never engaged with anything. Whenever you see on TV, she's barely like with it. How come funny things always happen at celebrity funerals? Because <laughs> whose funeral was it when Christina Aguilera got her period? Was uh, Etta James? Yes, Etta James. I think Christina went to sing At Last and then At Last got her period during the performance. <laughs> and then yeah. who, which funeral was it where someone, did they like hug Ariana Grande in a really weird way? Or was that not, 
oh, maybe that was an award show, but during a memorial bit. And they kind I of... I remember. This stuff always goes down. Anyway, um, we get to the shooting of the ads. So we get a little insight into what they're all going to do. Um, and So who did you think was going to do well? Uh, I mean, Jackie killed it. She knew exactly what was happening. But they kind of did that thing they did with Davina in UK Drag Race where they didn't show that she was killing it in the shooting bit, did they? No, they tried to give a little misdirect. They tried like, to fool us. Well, when you have a green screen behind you, it's always going to look weird when you're filming it without what's meant to be there and it's out of sequence. So I don't know why they'd bother doing that. But it still came across very well that Heidi was going to do really well, didn't it? Yeah, and also I just realised, so is this like... This would be like two days back to back, right? Because they come up with the idea of one day. Hasn't all of the RuPaul's prop departments got to get everything together for the next day? Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that. You, do you get me? If she's just like, I'm going to do a Merkin, the prop department has to run out and find Merkins for the next day, I'm guessing. Maybe they didn't come up... Maybe it's like you have 30 products and you guys all have to choose which one you're going to do, but they just miss out that bit so it looks like it's just fully their idea. Because all the yeah. ideas are always very, like, vaginary based aren't they? <laughs> they we get a quote from Dev West Prada again which you, y'all know I appreciate which is by all means move at a glacial pace which comes mm-hmm. from Bob which made me like him more and then I had a gag moment when I thought Jan had broke her leg doing that death drop you just thought it was going to fade to black and be like R.I.P. Well, did you see she did it? And then when you do a death drop, the aim is for your whole body to horizontally lie, land on the floor at the same time. But her leg was like poking up in the air. I don't think that's how it's meant to go. Oh, is that? I never really... I, I'm always trying to look at what part of the body lands first. Well, like if you... I think the best one I've seen is on All Stars 3, Shanchula does one on her, for, at the end of her talent show. And she just shablams, as they used to call it, on the floor, like Bam! And it's just, like, so quick and, like, poof. Um, and obviously Laganja is someone who does them really well. But when they're awkward, like, I think Cheryl Hull did quite an awkward one as well. On the oh, UK my God. Race. She was in the air for, like, four seconds. And then boom. Floating around like a plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. And I, I remember Fifi did a famously slow one and everyone started calling it a death recline rather than a death drop because <laughs> she just kind of zoomed back. Um, and speaking of zooming back, we'll zoom back after the short break. So we'll see you in a second. Bye. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. It's Elimination Day and Jan is still trying to convince everyone that she was really upset about Britta. Britta, Britta <laughs> I've already forgotten her name. It's already been only been Lady one week. Doth protest. I know, much like the DVD release of Cats, no one's buying it, but she's still trying it anyway. And then we get a moment where all the queens start to impersonate each other, (laughs) which I love. Oh, this was cute. I feel like, as well as the reading challenge not happening, I think, again, they're going to not do the puppets challenge. Because I don't think they would have done this bit. Yeah, I love the puppet. I don't know why they're getting rid of all these beloved mini challenges. I think it's really... A hate crime, actually. But, um, Charlie, can you, apart from your whistle with um, Heidi, can you impersonate any of the queens? Um, yeah, okay, I can do... Uh, <laughs> do Sherry Pie. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to get you cancelled. Uh, send me send me nudes. <laughs> <laughs> send me nudes! nudes. That was my I'm Alison Mossy. <laughs> <laughs> that was more Sean Connery. <laughs> um, Who can you I do? I think I could try and do Crystal. Um, I don't know who Elder Barge is. Oh, no, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I like your Heidi impression, Ed. Oh, thank you very much. I'm so happy you do. <laughs> <laughs> or Mae West dying of morphine, as it's also known. Um, <laughs> we get RuPaul coming out on the runway in... This seems to have been a divisive outfit. So it's a gold leaf gown with like a quite, I think, strange wig. What did you think of it, Charlie? I thought it was all right. In the middle of the road, it's very classic RuPaul. It's a no. It felt very, like, classic, but not as exciting as her previous looks. I'm still reeling over that. Do you remember that pink wig from, like, two weeks ago? Oh. Oh, that was amazing. Oh, that was, like, gorgeous. I feel like I'm giving the same critique over and over again. 
uh, with Rue lately, but I, it's the wig is nice, the dress is nice. I just don't think they go together. And something about this wig, I thought should have been like higher. It just the way it like came down almost mullet esque into the dress, just kind of oh, really yeah. ruined it for me. So the wigs are just really hit and miss at the moment. They're either really good or just good but mismatched to the outfit. And I just think, I think RuPaul needs just a little bit of fine tuning on the runway. I can't believe I even have the nerve to say this, but I think there's just a few tweaks to Well, I think Delta's wigs were bad, but I think they always complemented the outfit. Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about, but... Also, Shaka Khan's hair is amazing. Yes, she does look good. Um... No, she has no idea where she is. <laughs> um, someone who looks amazing, I think, is Michelle. Like she, I th- she was taking my breath away this episode. I really, I thought she looked a little plain. I thought it was a little plain black dress. I thought I wanted a bit more drag from her. I mean, I mean more her mug, but her just face looks so beautiful. And I think opening up her chest, and now that she doesn't have the big boobs, it just kind of, she just looks so effortlessly beautiful, I thought. Oh, I found it quite it stunning. Like Madonna? Uh, so we get Shaka introduced. RuPaul says, tell me something good. She goes... After quite a long pause, a lot of money. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just going to say what we're all thinking. Was she drunk? <laughs> I think oh. so. Or is she famous? Is she sober now? I know she's like a famous. Also, didn't she? I think she lived in the UK for like 20 years. Did she? I've got I was going to say, I never saw her, but like, why would I? <laughs> so she didn't text me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do think sometimes if you spend so much of your life wasted and drunk and I say this from personal experience even when you go sober I think you, your body never fully sobers up because yeah. like I, th- I think um, it, Ozzy Osbourne's like sober now isn't he or has been yeah. for a while but he still seems very drunk it's yeah. just like you could never fully get back to normal um, but yeah like you said about the fan I love the fact she has the fan with her name on because I think she actually needs <laughs> reminding who she is <laughs> And it must be hard to remember because she is, of course, every woman. So, oh, so she, she sang uh, the um, she sang the national anthem at the basketball game this year, which was amazing. Oh, did she? I would recommend that. She uh, made up for Fergie's nightmare from. Do you know that video with Fergie singing the national anthem? Yeah, is that the one that did Jan reference that on her entrance yeah. this year? Yeah, I do vaguely so, yeah. remember that when <laughs> she sang it really badly. Shaka Khan did it this year, and she was very. I mean, she did it full Shaka style. She didn't get her period. She, she knew the lyrics. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's time for the runway, or as I call it, what does Charlie think of these shoes? And the, <laughs> the theme this week is Black Wedding. I love this theme. Um, what route would you think you would have gone down for it, Charlie? I would have gone... I would have... Maybe somewhere between... I would have maybe done Sherry's, but more horror. Yeah, I think it was such an opportunity to go full-on horror. I'm surprised only a few of them did. Yeah, I felt like some of them just went for an obvious just wedding gown, but black? I don't know, maybe that's like, well, yeah. a challenge, but it just feels like, no, I think you could have been more inventive. I think some of them could be more inventive, imaginative. I'm surprised no one came out dressed as Meghan Markle, because that's what I think of when I think of black <laughs> wedding. I'm joking. Um, we get Jackie Cox first coming out in a black veil. Um... And black dress. She sells it, but I wasn't gagged by the outfit, I must admit. No, I wasn't. There's something about the length. And I know maybe that's more traditional back in the day, but... That is exactly... about the length about it, yeah. That's exactly the note I put too. I I hated the cut. And I didn't know if I wanted it to be shorter or longer, but it just was not the right length, I feel. Yeah. But I do like when the outfit's not amazing and someone just sells it like it is. So props for that. Um, Jan gagged everyone. She came out in like black feathers with smoke and then the I don't bit on the back. I loved this. She looked really, really good. So sparkly. I will say the smoke effect was a bit weak, but maybe it's just the studio lights. I don't know. I don't really, yeah, I didn't know where the smoke was coming from. I think the flowers, but then it was quite, I don't know if it was too weak, but I thought, oh, the the shimmeriness of the dress. She looks, and her face was gorgeous this week. It was. I also didn't, on the first watch, catch that she'd swallowed the ring, even though she says it. I, th- I think it might have worked better if she'd just taken off the ring and thrown it on the floor. Yeah. Cause she, and also, she didn't actually swallow the ring, did she? Did she do, like, a little magic trick? She's dynamo. Does, does he swallow rings? <laughs> he oh, because he's magic. I was going to say, he's got Crohn's disease. He shouldn't be swallowing rings. Um, we get 
I think Jade is the best example of what you said, which is she looks amazing, but it was just a black wedding dress. Yeah, it was way too simple. It just wasn't that exciting. I mean, she's so beautiful. It's hard to not like her looks, but at the same time, it's like, well, you can be this beautiful model in something that is a bit more um, surprising. But someone did say on Reddit when they were having this conversation, they reminded us, and I had forgotten, she makes all her own outfits on the runway. So that does kind of make it a bit more impressive, doesn't it? Yeah. I reckon she'll be the only one, do you, out of this lineup who's doing that with every runway? Yeah. Maybe Crystal? I don't know. I don't know. I think probably Sherry definitely doesn't. You would assume that Heidi was, considering she makes 9,000 a year, but I still think she is buying these outfits. Um, Oh, my God. I mean, I don't even want to make her ego any bigger, but you can't deny Gigi coming out in this. I will criticise that hair in front of her face really annoyed me. Are you joking? <laughs> the fact that I couldn't see half her face, it really annoyed me. It was like, push your hair um, back. My note genuinely was, that wig is one of the best wigs I've ever seen on Drag Race, I feel, on the on the runway. I just absolutely loved the shape of it, and I just think it made the outfit, which was already beautiful, and she just, the silhouette of the whole thing just completely gagged me. I was getting, um, uh, what's it? Isn't there an Adams family? Is it family, Adams family too? Uncle Festa. She did Isn't look he like he marry a Fester. blonde woman? I was getting that Oh, part. yeah. Isn't she that woman with the voice like this? Like, she's Is it Joan really, Cusack? Think, Is that her name? I don't, maybe. Um, I don't know what's yeah, reminding me of her. And she's trying to kill what? her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Is she putting the uh, toaster in the bath with Uncle Fester? Yeah. Oh, I always remembered that. I always thought, if I need to, I've got that one in my back pocket. Um, yeah, she she cinched, which, I mean, giving you a bit of violet. Um, and the reference is Dior, uh, which I didn't get the reference, but she told us what it was. Um, yeah, I think it's absolutely beautiful, I must admit. I think it might be the best she's looked all season. Um... And then we get Sherry. What did you make of her gothic kind gorgeous. of candle thing? I thought it was so gorgeous. I think she always looks flawless, but do you kind of feel like you always know what Sherry's going to do on the runway? Um, there's a, a, She's got a silhouette, but then, you know, Bianca Del Rio had a silhouette. She's still one. Yeah. Um, it's hard to judge Sherry because you never know if you're just like kind of looking for bad things because everyone's so against her. Um, I would yeah, say she... maybe that you know it's, I was getting kind of Miss Havishamy vibes and the hair's yeah. old and the clothes old but there was no kind of old age makeup <gasps> shit I forgot to make a note of this but you've just reminded me we need to talk about this um, do you know the age of Sherry Pie the man oh my god he's going to be either a lot younger or a lot older isn't he yes uh, I guess he's can't be that old let's go for is he my age 29 charlie she's younger than you <gasps> can I'm you believe older than that alison mossy <laughs> i can't believe i'm older than cherry pie but even you're older than cherry pie this is unbelievable <laughs> she's i think 28 oh my I, god wait let me just check that 27 even younger oh my lord can you believe she's 27 i mean it's, I, I understand the drag thing, because, like, a lot of, like, Ben de la Creme, Ginger Minj, Jinx Monsoon look older in drag than their boy selves. But as a boy, Sherry Pie, I forgot what his real name is. People, is it Jake or something? Looks, oh, I, I thought she was, like, 40. <laughs> Are you joking? She's not ageing well. Well, no, I mean, the. I knew she liked to pretend to be other people, but I didn't realise she pretended to be double her age. This is crazy. <laughs> um, so this runway is really good because I hardly disliked anyone's, but the closest I came, I think, was Heidi's. Did you like this? I I didn't like the makeup. I thought it, no. was, it was basic. I liked the collar around the shoulders. I did like the collar around the shoulders, actually. The bag yeah, was I liked tiny. That. What was that about? Yeah, I didn't even notice it at first. And then I didn't, face mask was that small. The tiara was... And did you see the lace front? It was unforgivable. <laughs> that was, I mean, 
if it wasn't Heidi, if it was anyone else, I would have been demanded that they were eliminated on the spot. But yeah, it really took me out of it. And then my other least favourite was probably Widows. Uh, she had like a crystal veil and sequins. Um, I didn't quite get Widows. It just wasn't saying wedding. No, and I mean, I guess the veil. But I just, I think her outfits just often just seem like two different parts put together and it just they just don't come together. I didn't get that bow on the um, side. It made her seem a lot big. I mean, she's she's a big girl already, but this made her seem even chunkier. Yeah. And I did like when she lifted that crystal veil and her makeup was beautiful. And I loved that. So I think if she'd almost had an understated thing and made that the centerpiece, she could have got away with it more. Yeah. But then my absolute favourite... Well, I'd, yeah, I probably prefer this even to Gigi. Gigi looked amazing, but Crystal just completely... Wow, Crystal this corpse was ride. stunning. I mean, the makeup, the fashion, the... What do you think she used as the dust? Like, powder? Like, baby powder? A bit, a bit coke. Um. <laughs> <laughs> she did look quite perked up. Um, um, and, oh, yeah, just the way she so walked. good, and her little staggery... Oh, loved her. I would... I bet if, before this season aired, if someone had shown me like all of crystal's runways i could have they could have passed that off as the cast of the season because like i wouldn't have known it was the same queen in every different one because she just seems different every week and it's hard to tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing she's so buzz yeah just like you um (laughs) yeah so some people are saying is it two sharon needles i didn't think so but what did you think no sharon needles would have done like spooky contacts and that no not at all and i don't think I think the whole horror, spooky, ghostly genre is too big to be just associated with one queen. Yeah. So I don't think Sharon can... I mean, there's Dragula exists as a whole separate show. So it's like how... Obviously... And I love, but I love that someone since Sharon um, is bringing this to this extent. Yeah. And so polished. Um, so once we've seen the runways, we then get to see all of their videos in their entirety. So, Jackie Cox's, did this work for you? It for did. you! <laughs> she knew what she was doing. She's a smart cookie. It was really good. I, I loved it, and I thought it, it could have won. Um, so, it feels like she came quite close this week. I think it was the outfit um, that let her down. Yeah, although uh, Heidi did win, and Heidi's outfit, I think, was even worse. Oh, makeup was, anyway. Um, but it feels like this is... I mean, I can't remember all of them. So Jackie, did she come quite close to winning um, the... Snatch Game, uh, yeah. Snatch Game and the Improv, although I also thought Heidi was close for that one. And she came close for another one, I think, unless I'm making it up. So it feels like she's not had a win yet, and she keeps coming close. And people usually refer to that as like being the Susan Lucci, don't they? Yeah. Do you think she's going to kind of... I mean, that was abysmal, because I've been re-watching it a lot and it gets worse every time. Do you think Jackie's ever going to snatch a win? No, I feel like she might do a bit of a jan and go home quite unexpectedly. Yeah, and maybe be more of an all-stars queen, because like, the queens like Monet Exchange that do that. They get far in the competition but never win and then come back and slay in all-stars. And I can't um, see Jackie saving herself in a lip sync, to be honest. Yeah, you're right. I can't see that. I think she might be a bit of a Ms. Cracker in the bottom too. But I do feel like she might have a win in her. Although I kept saying that about Jan and I was wrong, so I'm probably wrong again. <laughs> do the um, opposite of whatever we say. <laughs> speaking of Jan, sure Jan the ad is very high energy, isn't it? It is. I wasn't quite sure what sure Jan does for you. Well, it seems to do like five different things, but I think the critiques were right that they could have just focused on one. It felt like very Alyssa Edwards, but without... <laughs> Uh, what makes Alyssa funny? I thought you said the critics then. Is that the critiques? Was that the critic? All the critics were saying. <laughs> <laughs> she was being reviewed. Metacritic <laughs> said. <laughs> we are the critics. Um, um, as a critic, what did you think of Jada's Luxuratux? I like Jada's. I thought it was very middle I, of the road. I liked it. I thought she was funny. But again, with all of these, you have to be told it's funny by the laughter. I literally watch it and I'm <laughs> waiting to hear RuPaul's laugh to tell me if it's funny or not. Because objectively, I can't tell you. 
I thought it was funny when she said the terrible actress from Gay's Anatomy, but apart from that, I, I, it didn't make me laugh. And then Shaka went on to say she should be a comedian. As a comedian, <laughs> do you think she could be? <laughs> I love it that Shaka Khan's like, you should be a comedian. It's mad. <laughs> she's barely like, yeah, she's barely, you know, awake. Shaka. Yeah. If you actually look at when RuPaul later on in the... Co- uh, episode is giving some critiques you see that Shaka is completely turned the other way you can just see like she's on her phone or something or asleep um speaking of sleep we get Gigi's good night bitch um in which this seems to be quite controversial because a lot of fans seem to be turning against Gigi now and saying she's too cocky and I think her referencing how much she's won in this really turned people off did that bother you no I didn't mind her being cocky I just mind her being boring and she yeah. was I feel like this was well written. I just don't think she quite delivered it as well as she could. I think there were some funny jokes in there. And I think she tried to do like a, uh, you know, at least at least you knew what her product did. It sent you to sleep. But it was a bit like, why? <laughs> yeah. Why is this just right? No. You know? I think you said this before, actually, that she keeps just being asleep or a robot or some sort of crutch in every comedy challenge. And she did it again. She made sure that she passed out at the end of it. I think she just knows she's good at passing out and just works it into everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think it was a disaster, but the delivery was flat and by her standards, it was quite bad. And shockingly, they showed Sherry Pies. I know. I wish, I wish they hadn't. This is like the, the one time we would have been glad to have missed her. And thing, it's just bizarre that I thought Sherry would have killed this challenge. I know. I think Sherry's really good at um, acting. I, I don't think she's good creatively at coming up with things to say. Because like, even with her um, Catherine Hepburn, like that was clearly a very premeditated joke that she just kept doing over and over again. And in the improv challenge that she won, she was given that shtick of they're all talking together. I don't think she's very off-the-cuff funny. I think she's just a good actress. So I think that's why she floundered in this. I didn't. I had no idea what the pie was about. <coughs> the aura pie. What was she talking about? I know. I kept thinking there was a pun that I was missing out on. Um, and maybe there is, but I don't think so. Um, yeah, and Ross said we were halfway through without a joke and Michelle said she wanted more. So it's weird. This is the first time in the competition we've seen Sherry critiqued, isn't it? Yeah. So it's... Um, maybe they'll show it because it was negative. They'll happily show negative critiques. Yeah, that's the weird thing. They're editing out all her good moments and just showing us the bad. Um, there's lots of good moments in Heidi's Heidi's Hydrates. Um, this genuinely made me laugh out loud. Did it you? Oh, this was brilliant. It was so unexpected. Her the cry- tears. <laughs> yeah, the crying thing was really funny. Uh, the fart really made me laugh because I'm mature like that. Her shoes she- are disgusting, though. The oh! shoe! The shoe! I can't forgive those. Well, you don't have to look good in the advert, do you? I think it's because you're sending up a, I don't know, like QVC type person. Um, did you check the reference for Club 96? She did a whisper of 96 cents. Oh, I didn't get that reference. Oh. I, I didn't catch it on the first one, but I caught it on the second. I was like, this always happens in Drag Race. The 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 people who do the worst in the challenge, that becomes iconic. Because Club 96 got Valentina sent home, but it gets referenced so much now. And I live. Um, I did, if you notice, when Shaka was talking about Heidi's dress, she's like, that dress is cut within an inch of all our lives. It's cut for every woman. And it was like, it was the longest segment of the show it just went on <laughs> and it's like everyone's just waiting for this to become a sentence and she's just <laughs> no one dares interrupt her it was so oh god she's wasted um, and Rue says to Heidi you know I'm gonna sue your black ass again I think only half joking but, but I've seen it Heidi's just face sh- again her makeup is terrible on the runway it's really bad it, it kind of reminds me of um I think you've mentioned this before. Do you remember when, oh, was it Jocelyn in season six did that awful makeover on that black man? Oh, yes. And put like white powder on him. Oh my God, um, he looks so bad, <laughs> like a tin man. And I think, didn't he storm off halfway through or something? Yeah, he got really angry, didn't he? It feels, obviously Heidi's makeup is not that bad, but it feels like I'm getting a tinge of just like white powder thrown on. That's just not, I don't know. Um, We get Widow's 
advert, which is throaty, which just to me, it just totally flatlined, really, didn't it? Oh, it was bad. There was no jokes. Where were the jokes? Where are the jokes? And it's, for me, it's just really hard to believe this is the same person from uh, Gay's Anatomy. Because remember, she did really well in that and was in labour and was so full of life. And now she just feels... It feels like something's happened that we're not privy to, I feel. Like, some, she's got some bad news offset, and she's just given up. Because I just want a Debbie Downer. I mean, she should be with all the freaking trauma she's had. Oh, yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe she's run out of sob stories, and she's like, well, I have nothing left to give now. <laughs> um, but Shaka says, because Widow starts crying, it's just a bad review, don't take it too much to heart, this could be a turning point. Um, so hopefully that is a turning point for her, because as we see later, she shows fire again in the lip sync, but we shall get to that. Um, obviously, this will be very up your street, Charlie. Crystal doing her magic mullet. I didn't actually like this advert that much. I didn't eat Well, I didn't not like it. I didn't, I didn't get the, the hype that everyone else was going on about. Yeah, I just thought it was a bit... Uh... A bit of a hodgepodge, a bit of a vinegar strokes. It had a lot of personalities. I, I prefer it to Jada's, which I thought was just safe. But yeah, I didn't, didn't think it was threatening touching the top, whereas a few people have said they thought it was a winner. Um, no, I didn't think it was a winner. Michelle recognised that she was smart to play on something that Rue's obsessed with. And yeah. I have to point this out because I don't know if anyone's noticed this. Elle DeBarge was not mentioned in this episode, unless I missed it. I don't think Elle ah. DeBarge was mentioned once. I don't think, think a clip of that song. With since. <laughs> like, I just season th- desist. I think that might be a sign that Crystal's going. Oh. Um, so they do the "Who Should Go Home Tonight," which is obviously always juicy, and we get widow, 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 widow. Um, did you find this brutal? It is brutal. And also, Widow, I think you should never, ever say... We've said this before. Never say yourself. Even if you think it's yourself, never say yourself. So Widow was like, the only other one that was bad as mine was Jan. She should have just been like, no, Jan. Never reference yourself. I find it really funny she said Jan's was as bad as hers. It was like, (laughs) she really dragged her down with her. Um, Do you think sometimes, though, that when they do this, once someone's name is mentioned twice, everyone else just starts saying it just because it's like, oh... It's just easier to pile on when that person's already been mentioned. Yeah, I think so. Although in this one, Widow's really was the worst. And I love that Heidi was the only one who hesitated before she said it. And Widow was just like, say it. (laughs) Get it over with. (laughs) So who was your choice for the win, Charlie? My winner, winner was... I like Jackie's advert, but her outfit really let me down. Um, Uh, Not sure... Heidi's advert was great, but that outfit didn't do it. Oh, it's hard. Because Crystal clearly you, won you the runway. You factor in the runway quite a lot, don't you? I factor in the shoes. Heidi's shoes were bad. See, I used right, the runway as a tie break. I'm gonna... I would have given it to Jackie. I would have given it to Heidi, but I happily would have seen it go to Jackie too. Cause they both are due a win. But it's so good to see Heidi so happy, isn't she? Show how can you do the whistle. Like, sh- sh- I can't do it now. Where's it gone? Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. That's it. Oh my god, this has to be the new tongue part. Every week you have to do the whistle. And who are your bottoms in this one, Charlie? Oh, hopefully Crystal. God, you're as bad as RuPaul. I mean, yeah, it was... I No, actually, I would have said Widow and Gigi. Widow and... Yeah, I agreed with the bottom too, but I th- thought Gigi... I would have liked to have seen her in the bottom. I would have liked to have seen her just lip sync, really. But she's safe and Sherry is safe. So we get Widow versus Jan. And they are lip syncing to Shaka Khan, This Is My Night. Did you know this song? No. I'd never heard it either. Um, but they already used I'm Every Woman, didn't they? Which I think... Oh, did they use the Whitney Houston version? Probably the Shaka Khan version, I think, which was Trinity K. Bonet versus, I think, April Carrion back in April... Uh, back in April 6th? <laughs> Season 6. They must and have then, used other Shaka Khan, because RuPaul loves her. Well, they haven't used uh, Through the Fire, and they haven't used Ain't Nobody. Ain't um, 
So Ain't Nobody would have been a good one. I have a feeling yeah. that song was a much bigger hit in the UK than America, though, for some reason. So I'm not sure if they're as familiar. But did you just feel like, because it's Shaka Khan, this was over before it even was begun? Oh, really? yeah, 100%. And it's a shame, because sometimes it does come down to look of the draw, because had this been a different song, I think Jan could have stayed. If it was that like Madonna, so, like, last week, I think Jan could have won. Oh, they would have just given it to Gigi again. Gigi, you won this lip sync without being part of it, because <laughs> we want to piss Jan off. Um, so... When it started, I was thinking there's no way Jan's going to win, but maybe it'll be a double chante. Uh, but then I saw Jan struggling with her dress and was like, oh, no, this is not going to work. It must be horrible when you're like the runway is more like a ball gown or a huge dress and then you've got lip sync in it. Well, you know, in All Stars, when they do the lip sync, they get to change outfit. Would you like to see that happen in the regular season? I think so. I'm sure they can't do it for time, but it just feels like restrictive that, you know, if you're planning for the runway you've got like planned to do an amazing outfit but also planned to like lip sync in it like how would have sherry lip synced in her outfit yeah and i I remember it's the season 10 i think top four and they had them all in their finale ball gowns and then made them lip sync to call me mother (laughs) (laughs) you just had aquaria like unable to do a split or anything and just try to bounce along to call me mother it's like no sometimes just let these bitches change but i thought it was a bit reminiscent of Rock'em Sokka's exit because Jan struggled to get out of the dress, then did too much. So it's like, did you not learn from Rock'em's? But at the same time, I don't think she was ever really going to win. Do you think she put no, up a good fight? She looked, she looked really desperate. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think Widow slayed? I didn't think Widow did good, actually. And I was worried, I think I said before, I was worried she was just going to, I thought she'd used her bag of tricks in that opening episode and I thought we were going to see them again. But we didn't, she just sounded completely different. Yeah, well, I I mean, so much of it always does come down to channeling the song. So Widow knew it's a soulful song, just deliver it soulfully. Um, If you do the wrong dance moves, it doesn't matter how impressive they are, it's going to turn them off. Yeah. So because of that, Widow Shantae's and Jan Sachet's away. Um, Do you see All Stars for her? I think so. I think she's a real fan favourite. A Jan favourite, I think she's probably the first... Wait, I'm trying to think who else has left. Yeah, of all the girls have left, I think she's the... I mean, that sounds a bit obvious. It's like, of course, the further they get, the more likely they're going to be in All-Stars. I think she's the only one so far who would like to see in All-Stars, I think. Is that right? Yeah, I would say so, although I do think Rock'em Soccer, even though she left second, I think it she made such an impact that either, if she's not back next season in a Vanjie-type way, I reckon that she might be probably cast as maybe even filler on an All-Stars, but I think she could just make it on. Like as an Aja Pheromone type. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting. A lot of people are saying this cast is very strong. And I do feel like that. I look at every one of the queens and I just think there's no filler. And most of the queens who've gone, there's not been many filler. Even someone like Aiden, who you might consider that, she did make a big impact on the show. So yeah, it's a very good cast anyway. I would have said Crystal was filler at the start, but as now proving herself. She's really turning it around. I said to my friend Kate yesterday, I have this weird feeling that Crystal's going to win, which doesn't really make sense because she hasn't won a challenge, but it just feels like she's got this momentum and Rue being obsessed with her. That I just have a feeling... And Gigi just feels too obvious at this point. I just feel like we're in for a shock this season. I don't know why. We still haven't, still haven't announced any... Um, uh, about the finale, have they, yet? No. God knows what's going to happen with the finale. We just know that if Sherry... All we know for sure is that Sherry Pie will not be in it. Everything else is <laughs> is up in arms. Oh, and we didn't talk about um, Celebrity Drag Race, did we? Did we? Cele- I think, yeah. Oh, I thought we had talked about it briefly. Oh, I think we, we did. It's about really hard it... now. Yeah, because we talked about how uh, I thought it was coming after this, but you said it's running concurrently. They're going to be at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did talk about it. Sorry. It's so hard in this current climate to know what's going on. We are all Shaka Khan. <laughs> um, yeah. When's it starting? I think it's the 20... F- I don't know. <laughs> I was just going to say a number. Club 96. Um, we get the preview for next week and they're doing the presidential um, challenge, which they did in season four. Yeah, I remember that challenge. Do you remember who won? Uh, I remember Latrice did badly. Latrice and Dida did badly. And lip synced, right? yeah. Yeah, although Latrice yeah. delivered what is my favourite line from the show during that challenge, which is when she said to Fifi, just a moment ago when I looked over at Miss O'Hara and realised she was ugly, and I'm at peace with that. 
That was my favourite moment ever. But she did end up in the bottom. Uh, I asked because Sharon Needles won that challenge, but a lot of people remember Chad Michaels winning it as like a Nelson Mandela effect type thing. Oh. Bit of trivia for you there. So even though I'm terrible at predictions at the moment and always, let's do a prediction for next week, Charlie. Who do you think will win this presidential uh, debate? Presidential, not Gigi, not Widow. Or maybe Jackie. I think Jackie's very articulate, so maybe Jackie. I'm going to go for Jackie. That was my pick as well. And to go, I picked um, Heidi, which seems shocking because she just won. But she's lip-synced twice. And sometimes I've seen it feel like on Drag Race, once you get a win, they're like, oh, your story's wrapped up now. So I feel like maybe they're going to get rid of Heidi next week. I, oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the breaking record as well. I'm going to go Crystal again. I don't think she's going to be, she's quite shy. I think they'll all talk over her. But I just feel like the judges critiques this episode, like Michelle, she's one to watch. She's done a big Wii U turn. I feel like they're building up for, for something. And if they, she just goes next week, that's going to be so anticlimactic. I don't know. But, I feel like but that does happen. They were building up for a Jan win and then just got rid of her. You're right. That did totally happen. So who knows what's going to happen. All I know is we will be there to recap it because uh, mm-hmm. that's what we love to do. And as ever, thank you all for joining us along for the ride. I sounded thank like you. Jan then. <laughs> All you cool cats and kittens. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, as ever, join us on Thursday as well for the Ed and Charlie show. Bye, everyone. Yes, Bye. thank you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.